I'm Simeon Hendricks, and you're Jessica Edwards. I am. And we're at Steady Focused. All right, so I'm just going to jump off the cliff. Let's Are you ready? Go. All right, here we go. Ready. Woo! Okay, here we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Steady Focused. I'm your host, I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks, and we're here in, for the second episode in the brand new downtown Wichita Falls studio. I'm pumped. And we got one of, again, one of my favorite people on earth, Jessica Edwards. She's the co-founder of Frank and Joe's Coffee House, based right here in Wichita Falls. It has grown into this amazing, unique coffee destination where you can just fall in love with all the coffee that you ever, ever want. I love that place. She's a serial entrepreneur. She has a lot of other business ventures that she does. She loves the Wichita Falls community. Um, and so this is going to be really exciting. So guys, please, let's jump straight into it. Help me give a big, steady, focused welcome to my friend, Mrs. Jessica Edwards. Hey. Hey. That was an awesome introduction. Was that good? Yeah. Was that good? <laughs> Woo, I told you we were just going to jump straight off. Yeah, that was awesome. That's how I feel right before the start of it. It's like I'm skydiving. <laughs> And it's like, what are you going to do? You just got to go. You just got to go, yeah. Jessica, when is your favorite time of day to drink coffee? All day. All day. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's a hard question for a coffee shop owner because, I mean, we literally drink it all day long. What's, what's, so you're sitting there. I'm going to say, let's start first thing in the morning. Okay. Your yeah. first cup of, of Joe. Yeah. All right. What is it? You could have any taste in the world because you got Frank and Joe's, you got the best shop. Yeah. What is it? What is your cup of coffee first thing in the morning? Something simple. So usually it's like a um, like a shot of espresso with some milk in it just to get it in really quick okay. or like a double shot of espresso or like a hot mocha or an iced mocha. Mm. That's pretty much it. I'm drinking an Americano with two shots of espresso. Black? I guess. No, no sweetener or cream? Oh, yeah, just black. Oh, yeah, good for you. I, I'm, I'm watching my sugar intake. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, you look good. Does it freak you out when people say espresso and put the X in it? Yeah. Does it bother you? It does bother me a little bit. Okay. It's like you want to correct them, but you really can only correct your employees. Oh, right. And you, yeah. But the majority of the people put the X in it. Do they, they do. I think that's just a Southern thing. Okay. I think we just kind of do that in the South. Okay. We try not to get too fancy, you know? Okay, speaking of the South, what is a Southern Dr. Pepper? So that is like a pure cane Dr. Pepper. So the green can with um, a little extra sugar in there and then a shot of espresso. And we mm. usually, um, most people actually add two shots now, and that's just how people do it. And it will get you going. Mm. So even me, if I were to drink one of those, as much coffee as I drink, I would be hyped on that. It's, I'm yeah. I'm hyped up right now. Yeah, drinking, the, drinking yeah. this. Okay, so <laughs> you Frank and Joe's, right? Yeah. It's this. Why? What What drew you and your mother to create this? Why did you want to do it across the highway? This the small street, you know, it's a busy, right. busy street. Is a Starbucks, uh -huh. right? And so you guys say, hey, we got this city. We could set up shop anywhere. Mm -hmm. We're gonna set up right across the street, and you yeah. guys are killing it. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of props to my mom because she had this idea. So um, we were Starbucks drinkers. We drank Starbucks for a really long time. And um, 
that line, I remember waiting before work. I would wait like 20 minutes in that line, just like everybody else would. Everybody else in the town would wait 20 minutes in that line because that was the only coffee shop on our side of town. And at the time, I worked at Wells Fargo. Um, So she just kept saying, you know, we need a coffee shop. And so I was thinking, um, you know, and she kept going on it. I was thinking at the time, you know, I'm moving up at Wells Fargo. Um, I'm just going to stay at Wells Fargo. I'll be your banker. You know, you can open your small coffee shop is what I was thinking. Uh, And then, honestly, she started getting into these marketing meetings and stuff like that, developing the brand, uh, developing the logo. And I think you were in on that logo. I was, yes, that's true. And I think when you guys presented at the time the name and the logo, I was like, whoa, this Mm -hmm. is going to be something. So um, originally she kind of wanted me to come on as an employee. And previously working for her as an employee, I knew I wanted to be a partner in it. Um, Being an employee to your family members is pretty hard. So you almost have to be a partner so that you have a little bit of say in there. Uh, So she ended up, we we just kept going with it. And then I got on board. and it's kind of history with that. The reason everybody thinks that we purposely went beside Starbucks. So okay. we okay. didn't purposely do that. We had actually, there was a spot that was a little further down, more close to um, Brahms, that house that got totaled. I'm not sure what uh, they put right there. Y- yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that was originally something that we were thinking about doing and just buying that. And then we realized um, that that might not be the best thing. For us to do so we ended up getting on the other side with a person that my mom had leased from several times through her other business ventures we got a really good deal on it he gave us um you know a lot of help with the build out and getting all the permits and all the crazy stuff we had to go through to get yeah, it the drive through yeah. and bet, all of that because that drive through wasn't there no no yeah. and um you know he's he's an awesome guy so he he helped us with a lot of that and that's that's what ended up making us go there. And then what we were kind of thinking initially is, um, you know, people thought we were crazy. And we even were kind yeah. of thinking, like, is this crazy? But if you're in that Starbucks line, you can see us. So it's just if you know who we are, I think they do get a lot of off the highway traffic, which is kind of a bummer for us a little bit because we're not that household name yet, at least outside of Wichita Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're in their line, you can see us. So maybe if they're local, they're seeing that maybe our line's shorter or it's moving faster. And just jump And they'll just that. jump on out mm-hmm. is what's kind of our thing initially. Um, and, well, and Frank and Joe's is so unique, right? And it yeah. feels so fresh and different. I've been to a lot of coffee shops across the country, thankfully. You know, yeah, I've, I've yeah. been able to do that. And you guys have your own thing. Mm-hmm. And it's fresh. What, where did the name Frank and Joe's, what is it? What's the significance of Frank and Joe? So Kemp and Kel. So we, you know, my mom kind of knew initially, you know, she had done a lot of this research before I really got on board on what she wanted. Um, and she really wanted the history of Wichita Falls. She wanted people to know that we were invested in the community. And um, I think that really comes across clearly whenever you think of Frank and Joe's. Um, but the two founding fathers of our city are Mr. Kemp and Mr. Kell. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was so ironic that we ended up on Kemp and Kell. Wow. How crazy is it's, that? It's crazy. Yeah. But you know what's really cool is we've had a lot of family members from the Kemp and Kell family reach out to us. Um, I had Mr. Kemp's grandson 
come. Wow. I think last year, whenever they okay. did that lake project thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, we've just gotten the coolest stuff. We have a couple of gifts in there that people gave us from like City, I think it was called City National Bank. Mm. Was their um, bank that they started together? Okay. That bank bag that's framed in there that was an original leather bag, and then wow. I had Stuart wow. Title give me um, like a deed, what? and that we framed. It's really cool. Yeah, that is cool. If you haven't seen it, you got to see it. I uh, and just kind of some back history for everyone who's listening. And you're talking about I was there. I it was Hager Communications. Hager Communications. You guys came yeah. to Hager. Uh-huh. Said hey, let's brand this. Patrick Reardon was the one who actually knocked out the logo, yeah. but. I, yeah, I was there, and I remember sitting around the table and looking we, at logos, looking at logos, and then talking about all the different things. Like, did we want to kind of talk about a railroad and just weighing out all the options? Yep. And then I remember when it came up, Frank and Joe's, and so so yeah, that was cool. I loved that. Yeah, because they started so many things in our city. I think people don't realize everything that the the Kemp, Mr. Kemp and Mr. Kell started. I mean, literally, we wouldn't have Wichita Falls without them yeah, here. That's that's cool. Yeah, and now you're you've got this great spot. So. One of your employees, AZ. Yeah. Yeah, she had sent in a question, and I thought. Oh, it was, did she? Yeah, really? I thought it was great. How'd she know? Yeah. Well, I posted it up. I, I told people oh. where you were going to be coming on. You did know, you? sending questions. Oh, okay. You know, so that's funny. So she, her her thought was now that you're what are you probably three or four years into Frank and Joe's? How, three. Ooh. No, we just had our two-year anniversary two. okay. in uh, July. Okay. July. Okay. So her question was. Knowing what you know now, mm-hmm. if you could go back to the beginning, mm-hmm. would you do anything different at this point? And, and what would it be? Anything significant that jumps in your mind? Um, you know, it. I, I almost wish we could have like a little training studio. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, um, but it's really hard to perfect quality coffee Um, when we're as busy as we are. So we have the two bars. So we have our back bar, which is like our drive-through bar, and then our front bar. And it's really hard to train people because we're so constantly busy that you don't have that chance to really stop and dig in like we were able to do before we opened when we had all of those people in there and we could train them all on every little thing. And um, I wish we could have some sort of like back training room where it's just like a little machine that's the same as our machines, obviously not the big humongous ones, but and really train on that. Um, the machines are just so expensive that that's probably not an option. Um, but it's simple things like the layout. We really, I mean, these are things looking back on, but okay. the, the layout. Maybe would have done things different a little bit that way. Yep. The layout is not, um, it's, it's not for, it's not, it doesn't flow how we need it to flow. Okay. But of course, okay. not working at a coffee shop and not on not owning a coffee shop before, we were kind of guessing at learning a lot it. of things. Well, I love that though, Jessica, yeah. because that's one of my favorite sayings is launch the plane mm-hmm. and adjust mid-flight. Yep. So you didn't have it all figured out. You yeah. had a pretty strong idea and you just jumped. Yep. You figured it out along the way. And now we're fixing those though. Yeah, okay. We're fixing some of those things. So What was it like... Your, your mother had a history in marketing, mm-hmm. right, marketing research. Talk a little bit about her and growing up with her in that environment. So she's always been um, what I would call like a very strong woman. So she was always what I saw as um, like the breadwinner, the, the strong female 
it was always a very strong female presence in my life. So she was my Girl Scout troop leader. She was our PTA president. Um, she was just always very involved, very active, very busy. Like, I don't, I think I've only seen my mom take a nap maybe one time. Mm. Um, and I think that was when she was sick. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Awesome. So she, she's just a hustler. She's always been like that. Um, so she, her background is in marketing research. So she, she pretty much built herself from the ground up. She started as a secretary in Boston, uh, took the, what they call the T to work every day and moved out here when she was around 21 and then started as a secretary and worked her way up to being like a vice president of a marketing research company. Wow. Um, yeah. Carol. Mm-hmm. So she got to work on some pretty big names. So when she was in her final years of doing that, she was working for Frito-Lay. She was doing things for um, Walmart, working on their logo. So that new logo that you see, it's not new, but newer. The, the from sign? the old, Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So she did a lot of marketing research on that. Mm. Um, you know, the chip thing that we were talking about not too long ago where she would bring home – just things of hot sauce that were not labeled. She'd bring home bags of chips that would be in these white bags mm. and that would say something on the front of them and we would just open them and see what they were, maybe not knowing a flavor and just... And she'd be bringing these home from work. Like, yeah. this is what I was doing today, guys. Yeah, okay. yeah. She, I remember her going to like Disney sometimes and doing... Um, you know when people kind of pull you off to the side and are like, do you want to try this sample and we'll pay you $8? Yeah, and yeah. So she wasn't really that person, but she analyzed that data and she got to do a lot of that stuff. Wow. So she got to go okay. to Disney a couple of times. I remember that growing okay. up. So, so as a young woman coming up, mm -hmm. what is this like having this, you know, great example for you? I mean, how, how has that set you up for, for you? Yeah, so, you know, there's good and bad because now I'm like women power, you know, and, okay, okay. and I always feel like I need to be the best and be this super strong woman, which, you know, which is great and I'm all for, like, I, I really love to see women in power and women CEOs and women on the cover of Entrepreneur Magazine. Um, I don't know, you know, mm -hmm. I, I guess that. Did you guys dream when before this started three years ago you know i guess you probably brewed it in your mind for a little bit before it started but before mm -hmm. it actually jumped off had you thought yeah i'm gonna work with my mom one day we're gonna we're gonna crush no. it together no i honestly thought i would be some sort of executive wearing a suit like a girly suit or a dress in a high-rise tower in dallas mm. that's how i had always pictured my life mm. always like really nice heels maybe some louboutins and then just in charge of something up mm. in that high rise in dallas okay and now here you are and okay. now here i am wearing jeans and yeah. boots and and getting coffee all companies. over myself yeah all spill the time. A coffee when you come in right so what how does jessica handle being overwhelmed do you allow yourself to get overwhelmed and when you do when it's just meltdown city because yeah. i have meltdowns i freak out i mm -hmm. you know I'm, I'm, uh, you know, just this show, like, tell me, what's the secret, Jessica? You know, yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. So how do you deal with it for you personally? It's tough. It's really tough to balance work life, um, especially for any type of entrepreneur. If you have little kids, it's really, really tough. So that's actually a question I always ask uh, women 
whenever I see them. I remember Andrea uh, Thimley. She was the, uh, what was she? One of the commanders out on base before she just left and did her last flight. Okay. Remember okay. her? Yes. She was at a boss meeting, and I remember asking her, like, how do you balance your work life? Because she has young boys, too. And um, she she was a huge inspiration to me, being one of the few female pilots mm. who was like a really awesome pilot with these young kids at home and, and doing that. So I think it's, you know, we just have to do what we have to do. And having that support team, my mother-in-law is always there for us. And, you know, yesterday I set up at an event. Today I'm here. So it's kind of like I'm always... I, I have to have that support team around me. Yeah, because you're the – well, Carol does a lot. You both are out in the community as well. Mm-hmm. You're not just sitting in your coffee shop and getting your time and jumping out. Like, you're you're both very visible people. Yeah, we're very – yeah, yeah. So we do a lot. You know, board meetings, we're on board. She's um, – I was in Rotary. She's in Rotary. I've had to kind of drop off of some things that I was doing just because it was too much. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's I, tough. I totally see that. But so, I mean, there's no secret. I would say one of the first things a business owner should do, and probably most of the business owners watching this would say the same thing, get yourself like a counselor. Oh, great. Okay. And then, okay. you know, honestly, if, um, if you're going to start a business, you need to get yourself a counselor. We recently got a business consultant and, sh- and this is something, you know, I didn't even know people really did things like this. And it was recommended to us by our banker. And then we got her and she is amazing. She really helps me with um, things that I need to work on just to grow individually and then also to grow the business. But she kind of also helps with the she's almost like a middleman. And so sometimes in business, you have to do that, especially if you have a partner, because you don't get to make all the decisions. Okay. Um, Okay. You know, it's you and somebody else. So if you're butting heads on something, you almost need that middleman so you can explain your side and then they can maybe present it in a different way. Mm. Because you and your business partner, especially if you're family, you know each other too well and you're going to start pulling in family dynamics and you're going to start getting upset, getting emotional when it's the, when it's a business decision, you know, or it's, um, something that you guys just don't agree on. And that's why having that person is, is really key. Mm. If you can go into business by yourself, it's probably better. Yeah. Okay. Then you don't have anybody to. Yeah. But it's, it might be lonely or right is i mean in when you are in the trenches and you know, it's getting deep, Mm -hmm. it's gotta be some sort of a good feeling to look and know that your mom's right there with you and like, we will get through this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the good thing about her and I is our how we see things are very different. So while I'm, um, you know, and even our business consultant says this, um, I'm like the dreamer. So I have all these ideas of things that I want to do in the future. So I can see what I already want to do. I can see you know, 10 other Frank and Joe's and where I want them at. I can see this drink that I want to make and, okay, uh, cool. you know, okay. yeah. And, and so she's more of, well, what's happening today? Are we up today? Are we down 20%? Are we down 1%? Um, were there too many discounts given out? You know, it's yeah, like that's an awesome. analyzation of numbers. Yeah. And it's a great, it's a great, um, you have to have both yeah. of those. And a lot of, 
a lot of people who are business owners maybe have their CPA or somebody to do that. There you go. And I have my sister and my mom okay. on doing that stuff yeah. and then doing like the hiring, the paperwork, all the stuff that people like me are not good at. Yeah, okay. So that balance is good. So you make a lot of drinks we do. at Frank and Joe's. It seems like uh, every holiday I'm seeing something cool. I love the mm -hmm. photos that you guys put up on Facebook, Instagram. So what is your favorite drink? I know we talked about first thing in the morning what you're going to drink. Yeah. What is your absolute favorite drink at Frank and Oh, I see, I'm not like that. I'm, I don't, I, I can't do that. You just want different all the time. Different. Okay. Yeah. My, so we have those same customers that come in every day. They drink the same thing every day. They get up at the same time every morning. That's my mom. Mm -hmm. You know, she either drinks a vanilla latte or she, she drinks a London fog. And Ooh, London fog. That's sounds have you great. Had that? I haven't. It's, I've never even heard so of that. It's so good. It's um, Earl Grey tea, which is like bergamot flavors with vanilla and steamed milk. It's really, really good. Like, I love that drink, too. But that's not me. I have to – I switch it up almost mm. every day I switch it up. Just so, like, this it, is wassail in here right okay. now. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like your grandma's recipe, which okay. is which is what we're getting back to. Which is what? How is it my grandma's? So I'm, I'm thinking so steamed, is, or is it something like that? No, it's um, simmered. Mm, we simmer okay. it. We infuse it. So um, if you notice, just like you said, you've noticed some of our new drinks. Um, yes. We are getting back to, like, the old way of doing things. So typically coffee shops, what they do... Um, to save money and time is buy syrups and we buy syrups but what we're doing is trying to get back to a different drink that that is something more I guess I would say okay. so okay. that maybe takes more time that we're invested in um so, for example, this, the wassail, it's a mix of fruit juices that we simmer with, like, cinnamon sticks, oranges, apples, spices, and then it sits there for, like, four hours simmering. Then we take out all this stuff on the inside, mm. and then we serve it with, um, like, oranges on top. Yum. And now we're doing this infused cold brew. So we're trying to infuse more. We're trying to make more sauces and things like that. And... Um, this is like a classic recipe. So whenever we talk about like your grandma's wassail, mm -hmm. um, it was something that they used to make like a long time ago. And then the tradition of it, I think, has kind of been lost. And with what we do with history and making things, mm -hmm. we wanted to yeah, get back to some, yeah, some yeah. cool stuff. So you're very driven. I mean, it mm -hmm. comes across, you know, right away. You know, even from the first time we met, we could tell like, You've got a vision. You're yeah. going for it. Mm -hmm. So people who are tuning in uh, and they're watching this and like, hey, that's great. Jessica's killing it. Carol's killing it. They're they're taking over the world. <laughs> but they're feeling in themselves like they don't have what it takes or they can't get up on the horse or they can't get their track, their their car going. Like, yeah. what do you say to someone like that who maybe they have a dream, but either they're unwilling, they don't believe in themselves or, you know, something like that. What, what's some advice you could give? Yeah, you know, it's hard because I remember when we first started and I 
would stand up in front of people. I remember trying to do this at Wells Fargo, like going to Wake Up Wichita Falls and doing like a giveaway. And I would be like so nervous, like I would almost make myself sick just standing up there to give something away, like no big deal, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But whenever I got involved with Frank and Joe's, I just, I had to start doing it because I had the news calling me. I had the newspaper calling me. I had people wanting to do interviews, people wanting to talk to me all the time. Um, And so I think you just have to build yourself up because nobody's going to build you up. And this is one thing that I've really had to realize um, for my own self because I went from Wells Fargo, that is one of the top companies in um, giving out awards and valuing their employees. And they do like a pin program. So it's like if you do – something good you get this pin if you it was was constant pats on the back if you were good at your job it was like constant pats on the back nobody's gonna pat your back anymore so you know a lot of times I'll get praise from outside people but it's not the same as your boss coming up to you and being like you did an awesome job today or okay you know you're you're great it's like me like oh I did good today good job me you know so it's just something that um, I, I don't know. It's it's tough. It's really tough because it's nobody nobody's gonna pat your back. You just kind of gotta ask for advice if you can, if you okay. know somebody, and like you keep saying, go for it. Yeah, and go for it. That is uh, just hearing you kind of talk about you didn't have it prepared. You were afraid, but once you mm-hmm. jumped out into it, and you're with Frank and Joe's, you didn't have a choice. Almost, you had to go yeah. for it. So. We're coming back to that launch the plane, like go for it, figure it out Mm -hmm. mid-flight and make the adjustments and go from there. So do you recommend somebody starts their own business? You know, if they're like, oh, I'm thinking about it. I want to do it. Maybe. Yeah, that looks fun. Um, Not if they're like that. No. Okay. I I might do it. I don't have anything going on tonight. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Because. People don't realize you are fully 100% invested into it. And, um, you know, people will be like, what are you doing on Facebook at 12 o'clock at night? Why are your Frank and Joe's posts going out at 12 o'clock at night? Well, because I don't have time to do it any other time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, i got to get my kids in bed and everything else, and I still got to get that post out and get it all updated in our system, get the new drinks in there, figure out what I'm going to say, make sure, you know do all of that and if you're not 100% committed and you're you can't be where the people are so the people are on Facebook they're on Instagram they're on Snapchat they're on all these social media platforms and word of mouth is 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 huge but you also have to be super present and if you don't have time for that or you don't have people that can do it for you or okay. you don't have the backing to pay somebody else to do it for mm-hmm. you it's going to be a, it's going to be a failure. And, um, working at Wells Fargo as a small business banker, I saw it all the time. Okay. And come, come with it. I want to hear yeah. this. What did you see? Business is failing within months. And they're making months. excuses. Are they saying I can't because no, they, um, poor management of money for one. So a lot of times what I would see was they had a business account set up and, People who know business know you keep business and personal very, very separate. So if I'm gonna go buy, um, if I gotta go buy my kid a lunch, I'm not gonna use my business card to do that. And I would see it nonstop, you know, a, a gas station purchase for like four bucks. 
you know, that's like a drink or something okay. on a okay. business card. And, you know, when you're a banker, you can see all the transactions going on in people's accounts. And it was just they weren't focused on keeping, you know, it's kind of like you study focused, okay. right? right? They were not focused on keeping doing the things that they had to do that they know that they have to do to succeed in business, which is your money stays separate. You need to be set up correctly. So meaning S Corp, LLC for your liability. Um, they weren't, they didn't have proper insurance. It, it, it's like, you know, I hate to say it like this because I don't want it to sound bad and I don't want to discourage anybody. Say it. Drop. We yeah. want to hear real, real, real talk. You can't just have a dream and think that you're going to succeed. You know, you can't. You have to have a backing. So when when we go back to what we did, so my mom took out pretty much all of her retirement that she had built for, I mean, how old is she? I don't, I don't even know. You know, 40 years of retirement. Okay. Okay. She had pretty much taken that out, and we secure on, on that money and our equipment. Um, people, bankers do not want to loan you money for a restaurant because a restaurant typically fails. So it's like one in like 500 or something succeed. I don't even remember wow. what it was, okay. but I remember at Wells Fargo trying to get any type of loan for a restaurant. It was, it was an instant. No, it, they didn't, we couldn't even talk to them if they wanted to get a loan for a restaurant. Um, that's why small banks are great because they can kind of talk to you a little bit more, but you have to have skin in the game and okay. if if they don't have the skin in the game, you know, forget it. Well, it's not forget it. It's just how are you going to do it? Yeah. Are you going to have investors? So if you have investors, are you going to be ready to pay them out? Are you going to be ready to listen to everything that they want to do that maybe you don't want to do? Because if they own more of your business than you do, then you're not, you know, you're just okay. kind of their puppet. Mm. Right. Yeah. So, so that, that's some good things to think about right there guys because uh, there's a there are a lot of people that jump into it and I don't have a plan and I'm just going for it yep. and so this is almost something like let's take a step back this is an important thing to have the plan mm -hmm. or or if if you have already started your company what if you're like I just I don't want to do that I just want to just <laughs> go for it and just screw off and yeah what's going to happen what's a repercussion of that life do you see um you lose your money. You know, I, re I specifically remember having this customer and um, um, he had a very specialty store. And when he started his account, there was like 50 grand in the account, maybe more. Um, and it was gone very, very quickly, very quickly. And he had quit his job open this very specialized store that only targeted a certain demographic, a certain type of person, and it only sold certain products. So it's very, okay. um, what is that Niche. called? Yes, very. And um, by the end, I think it took him about a year. And then he had counts negative all the time. Um, it was just done. Just done. Couldn't pay employees on time. Mm. Um, just sad it's really okay. sad and what i was thinking with him at the time is he has fifty thousand dollars in his bank account okay he's going off on this and buying these um crazy expensive the the signs that go in the front of the buildings 
the okay. neons. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. neons cost like three to five grand, sometimes up to 10 grand. Okay. So even if you're just thinking about your signage, you know, maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe okay. you want to call uh, the burn shop and mm-hmm. see how much theirs is for a metal sign uh-huh. and get that done. Okay. I think it's just people. Okay. They're jumping too quickly. Yeah. Well, so. what I'm, I'm taking. Thank you, Jessica. This is big talk. I mean, this is this is hitting me personally. You know, as someone who has their own businesses mm-hmm. growing, and what I can take away from this is a reminder to everyone out there as well. I mean, it's this one I'm hearing. Take advice from people who are succeeding. So yes, that's what I'm yes. doing. I'm picking your brain. I mm-hmm. want to hear from you. And then utilize organizations such. So you're like, well, I don't have money. I don't know what to do. There's a place here in Wichita Falls called the SBDC. I was going to mention them. What is that, Jessica? Talk about so that. So it's a small business development center. They're over at MSU and the Dillard College of Business. Um, the Dillard College of Business, like Dr. Scott Manley, he is amazing. He's the one behind Idea Wichita Falls. I got to judge in that competition this year. Oh, so you, cool. Very yeah, cool. so you really see more. But you know what they make you do is they make you build your your business plan. Because if you don't have it written out and you just think, uh, you know, my grandma's going to give me 10 grand, uh, my mom's going to give me five grand and you know i'm going to take out a loan or i'm going to use my credit card and just max that out it's not going to work it's not enough money um because when that bill comes for your employment taxes because mm. you know how the employer pays half and you pay the other right, half right, right people don't realize that or your unemployment um tax rate if someone tries to claim unemployment on you or something like that, it skyrockets. It's all based on how much you pay mm. out. So it's a percentage. And these are things that people don't realize. You know, uh, the, our first couple months at Frank and Joe's, we had our heater, our uh, AC units go out, both of them, Ouch. two of them. And most leases are triple net. All the all the landlords around here, you know, they're smart. They're going to do triple net. And what is triple net? So triple net is pretty much you pay for, you're renting from them, but if anything goes wrong, you are responsible for it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So we have a great landlord who he paid for one and we paid for one. But you still have to think if you're renting mm. and, yeah. you, and it's a triple net, which pretty much everything is that is your responsibility to maintain them Mm. you know we have uh james lane they come out and they do our ac stuff for us they maintain our equipment but that's at our cost so wow okay i didn't know that yeah wow yeah you don't even think of things like that okay so if you haven't you know um recently at primp and blow we had one of our blow dryers because our blow dryers hang from the ceiling that's kind of like our thing there because we're just a blow dry bar we don't cut or color um, we had water just spewing out of the blow dryer thing. So, and it was coming from the AC, like, I guess getting cold or, I don't know all those Condensation terms. Maybe Condensation and, it, it not, and then going yeah, through it okay. So then you got like two problems. You got your electrical and then you got to figure out what's going on with your AC. And then you're trying to, mm. it's just crazy. Crazy. Wow. Okay. Even your windows. Do people okay. even think of that? Who's going to clean your windows? Mm. You know, it's well, just the little things. Wow. So, you got, guys, I told you we were going to go deep on this. Yeah. And this is great. Um, I appreciate this, Jessica, very much. So yeah. reach out to someone who is succeeding, who is struggling, who has overcome. Mm-hmm. Jessica, I know you got stories for days on 
things you've overcome, go to the SBD Center, SBDC. Yeah, for sure. Small Business Development Center. Talk to those people. Right, like she's saying, there's a doctor at Midwestern State University that you could probably sit down with, right? Oh, yeah. And he's going to feed you his knowledge and what he's learned and things that he's seen people fail on and overlook. So. Yeah. Even Idea Woodshaw Falls, like even if you don't qualify for anything for Idea Woodshaw Falls, the process that they they pretty much make you go through to continue with it, um, you have to develop everything, and they really get into depth about um, about credit because if you have bad credit, it is very 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 hard to open a business. And so you will have to try and work on your credit first. And okay. I mean, these are all things that they go over. So I'd try and enter Idea Woodshaw Falls just to be able to sit down Talk with Dr. Manley right. and mm. and hear what all he has to say on it. Mm. Oh, Jessica, all this sounds great, but I'm impatient. I don't want to do right? this stuff. I know. So what? What? What's? I don't want to do it. Um. Then... You know, suffer the consequence or well, what? Th- yeah, so that's me. I'm an impatient person. Like, I don't want to do all that. I don't want to do all that paperwork. I don't want to. I mean, the things for us to get our TABC license. So that's the Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission for us to be able to serve beer and wine. Craziness. Your permits. Your um, for us to go through all our checks with the health department and pay them. Um, another thing people don't realize is you have to pay taxes on to the city of Wichita Falls on everything you own yeah so these are things that you don't even think about having to do that you need someone to kind of let you know hey you're going to get a bill once a year and they are going to look at everything that you own whether it's your inventory your machines your tables and chairs and they want to cut of everything that you own okay yeah and it's intense So if you report that wrong, so that's actually what happened to us at Primp and Blow is they, um, the, the, the previous owners before we took over reported all these things. And so we are like the highest taxed salon in Wichita Falls, even though you have amazing salons that do that are bigger than us, that have more equipment than us, that um, that they're doing cuts and colors and everything. Because it was reported wrong. Because it was reported incorrectly with all of all of this extra stuff that maybe didn't have to be reported. But, you know, a person who doesn't know doesn't know. Mm-hmm. So our tax bill, so let's just compare it to Tangles because all of this is public information. Um, our tax bill is almost like two to three times theirs. Wow. And um, our property taxes that we have to pay to the city. And so to fight that okay. is nearly impossible. So talk to somebody, guys, right there. Yeah. Even if you're, you know, you're, you've already launched your plane, you're cruising on your way to mm-hmm. Vegas or wherever you're going, the Bahamas in your plane. Talk to somebody. Okay. Talk to somebody. SBDC, get down there. Yep. Jessica, talk about some of the best advice you've ever received. Um, you know, so we were at, I, I was thinking about this today, and I go back to the idea with Shaw Falls that we had, uh, not this year, but last year when Chick-fil-A was presenting. Mm-hmm. And I remember they, that. Yeah, they said something about change 
change the oh man if it, if it's on your phone yeah, read it go ahead phone. yeah i want you to keep deliver. the mission change the method and one more time keep the mission change the method mm. um so what we've done is we've developed our vision statement, our mission statement. It is at the top of all of our forms whenever we have any type of meeting. We read it out loud. We've framed it. We have our, I think our mission statement is framed above our coffee shop. And then our vision statement's in the back. Um, and they're framed and they're nice and they're pretty. So if you want to read them, read them. Um, but... It is sticking to that. So people get really far away from their mission. And so what they're saying is, you know, change the method, but keep keep your mission because you're, you know what your mission is. So our mission has yeah, always okay. been produce quality coffee, help the community, be involved in the community. And we have to figure out ways to do that without straying too far. So I can give you a couple of examples. Um, we started doing like in-house pizzas, like flatbreads and stuff like that. We were like, oh, this is what we're going to do. This is, um, you know, we need to offer more food items, maybe have okay. some sort of lunch type item. Okay. And it's just a miserable fail. It's a fail because we, we don't have any kitchen. We don't have kitchen staff that can concentrate on that. We couldn't concentrate on really building that. Um, because people didn't want to come in and eat lunch with us. You know, okay. we're not a lunch okay. place. Okay. We don't serve you food. Um, I mean, we bring it out to you, but it's not like a full-service restaurant. So we really had to get back. And I always say, like, we need to get back to our roots and what we're good at. Producing pizza and flatbreads is not what we're good at, and it, it's a waste of money, and it's a waste of time, and we need mm. to – concentrate on what we're good at which is producing quality drinks okay well jessica man this has been awesome i really appreciate you sitting down talking with us um i just kind of open the floor to you any final thoughts any advice or anything else you want to share um man so many things um you know i don't i, I don't i don't know i guess you know find a mentor like you kept saying stay focused on what you're good at um Make sure you're doing things the right way, as right as you can do them. Uh, I don't know. I mean. And, and get started. Yeah, definitely get, get started. started. Yeah. And then, you know, one thing that I, I really miss to talk about is you need to kind of find your crew. You need okay. to find right. your crew of business owners that all back each other. So we're about to start this new slogan called Kemp Street Strong. Oh, I love it. Yeah, okay. right. Okay. So this was actually the marksman guy. I was just there doing a wake up Wichita Falls, and he's. We we're talking about, you know, downtown has a great. They have the downtown proud. They have, um, you know, all that great marketing and, yeah, and tools uh, to, to use. the community. Pull it together. Yeah, but I, there's so many amazing businesses along Kemp Street. So we're like Kemp Street Strong. Kemp Street Strong. You know, yeah, he kind of started yeah, that, cool, and I was like, cool. we need to keep that going. Um, but it's it's rallying with these business owners that also support you and back you. And, um, you know, I think of like Surf Pro, Surf Pro Wichita Falls. They she's one. Casey's one of my best friends. Erin is a great friend of mine, too. Yeah, Her husband. Great people. They're great people. they're awesome. Um, and 
yeah, they're, they do our couches. So we, we try and keep it local on that. Smith's Garden Town, they're a huge partner of ours. We trade them coffee. They put out flowers and a bunch of cool stuff for us. Okay. So, right. you know, it's really building those relationship, relationships and, and molding them mm. and keeping them going and strong. Cool. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, you got to do that. Because okay. if you're by yourself in business... Yeah. And nobody knows you or nobody likes you or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever the deal is. Um, then you're on your island. You got to have other people. I don't, I even see that as so I, I need other businesses to be in this, but I also need a inner circle. Right. How you important do. is it to have an inner circle oh, in, yeah. your, in your business? You, you have to. You know, I even think of balance. You know, balance is one of our main what do I what do I call it's them? It's the yoga studio the down, yoga the, studio. down the so, strip. From yeah. There. So George Berry and then Carson, who runs it, they are like our people. Right. So anything they want to do, they come and talk to us. You know, we'll bring tea and stuff down there. Or if they have meetings, they come to our coffee shop. Um, it, it's just so important to have those people that 100 percent fully back you. And, you know, if they're downtown, they could try something else out if they're uh, in Dallas, they may go drink a Starbucks or something like that, but it's it's still that loyalty that we have for each other mm -hmm. that is that is really key. And then it's all about shopping local. I mean, if if all the small businesses can back each other and really get behind that, um, small business is the backbone of our community. It's the backbone of our country, and we really have to support that. You know, Walmart started with. Sam Walton opening one shop and yes it's huge and it's mega but why not shop at like Market Street where yeah. all those yeah. kids in high school are employed there I mean I know there's people employed at Walmart you know I guess that's kind of apples and oranges but I try and keep shop it local. as keep, keep it, it local, local yeah. as small as I can mm. but you have to practice what you preach if you want people to come see you okay. you need to go see them mm. and that's talk good. about them that is good yeah all right. Well, Jessica, I'm just going to I'm just going to wrap this thing up. Okay. I, this has been awesome. I really appreciate you coming in. Like I said, I enjoy Frank and Joe's. Yeah. I Where's got, your sleeve? I don't I took it off. I don't know. Did it have Frank and Joe's on it? Yeah, it says Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, I don't know. I didn't and it know says you were we gonna... cater. Did you know? Ooh, I did not know you cater. And we advertise like this. Ah. Can I do a shameless plug real yeah. quick? Yeah. Hey, there's the camera. Here's the camera. Whichever one you want to look at. There you go, guys. So if you want to advertise on our go. cups, yes, look we, at that. We this was this is a extra money good idea that I had mm. and went with. There you go. So it's a way to supplement income, mm -hmm. and it's a way to get other local businesses out there. There you go. Yeah. So you got to be thinking outside the box. Other local businesses. We had Dawn Thompson on the show not very long ago. She's you awesome, guys, isn't you, she? You sell a lot of her shirts. Oh yeah, she's Frank awesome. Joe's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love cool. her. All right, guys. Well. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I really gained a lot out of it, just the business whole side of this. We actually dove a little bit deeper into entrepreneurship than I thought we would, and I love it. I really, really love it. Thank you, Jessica. You got a lot of <laughs> you got a smart stuff going on up there. So get over to Frank and Joe's, get some coffee, tell them I sent you. Get over to Primp and Blow and blow out your hair. Even if you're a guy with short hair, get over there. I don't care. Just get a wash. Get a wash. There Ten, you go. A $10 wash and a <laughs> scalp massage. Wash. Yeah, so there you there go, you guys. Go. Get over to steadyfocused.com. Pick up some of those hats and shirts. Make sure you're looking cool while you're crushing your goals, okay? And until next time, I'm your host. I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks. And this is 
Steady Focused.